When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Alex Brandt, Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, <laughs> and Andy Brandt-Bernard. And we'll be right back, kick off hour two with the family. Dougie, what's happening to my favorite Nissan stores? Well, a lot, actually. Last month, Dan Resch and the Burnsville team finished number one in the state, and the month before, J-Lo and the Coon Rapids team took the top state spot. KQ listeners. Yeah, I've had to explain what a pair of choppers means to some of the staff. Anyway, this month, we want to talk about a couple killer finance deals on 2020 Muranos and 2020 Rogues. Read this. This month at Walzer Nissan and Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan, get 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new Rogue or 0% for 72 months on a brand new Murano. Wow, 0 for 72 months on a Murano? Yeah, I don't remember the last time we did that. Yeah, I don't remember the last time the Vikes beat the Packers either. Yeah, too soon. But wait, there's more. Not only do you get 0% on Rogue and Murano, but you also get Walzer Care. It's a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty, and it's absolutely free, but only at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan. That is a wrap. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. We're rocking out, man. That's all I've got to say. Okay, so we started with uh, Joe Rogan apologized for saying something which I don't know is inaccurate. I guarantee you some um, left-wing people started fires. Some right-wing people did. Some left-wing people did. So what he said was not un- not untrue. Well, I it's mean, just they're already burning cities. Is it yes. that big of a leap to assume that they're also burning trees? Exactly. No, and it says that who cares who's doing it? It's just yeah. the, it's wrong to do it. Right. So I let's know. just stop that. I know. Say they were. I think at least they know that at least three of the fires were set. The, the gender gender reveal one, and then two others were set intentionally. Yeah, it's but, not hard for them to figure out when things are arson for some right. reason. Right. I, exactly. I guess because there's mm-hmm. always a there's like a 
fingerprint or something. Like there's oh, an accelerant yeah. and they right. can figure it out. So, but so they know that two were set, but they don't know who did it. So how they can come out and say, well, it's been proven that it wasn't that. Well, you can't prove that because they don't know who set them. Right. So if his, you know who it wasn't, you should probably have some idea of who, who it was, was then. So exactly. his words were activists? That was what was? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, All know, right. Yeah, well, I like guess, that. I mean, because you can be an activist and be a nonviolent activist, I guess. No, another but apology. Not can you anymore? Here comes another apology. As you may have heard this summer, there were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show. This is Ellen DeGeneres. And then there was the investigation. I learned that things happened here that never should have happened. I take that very seriously. I want to say I'm so sorry to the people who were affected. You mean the ones you fired? You mean those people? <laughs> yeah. Those are the ones you're so sorry about? So you got Joe Rogan apologizing. You got Ellen DeGeneres apologizing. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of apologizing going on in Hollywood right now because they are some of the most disgusting people on earth. Uh, don't, you believe that's true, don't you? That the what? Sorry? That... A lot of people in Hollywood are the most disgusting people on earth. I yeah. mean, they really. I are. mean, when you look at like Hollywood, how they're having like a child's lives matter movement, uh, like I, that should tell you all you need to know child's about Child's lives matter. Right? Yeah. Are you guys I'm not aware of this? Oh no! So they're having uh, yeah. like people march out in the streets the same way like that Black Lives Matter is Kids marching lives here, matter. where it's like Child's Lives Matter. Where they're trying to stop pedophilia. In oh. Oh, Hollywood. after yeah, yeah. sexualizing children which, forever. Which, yeah. like, I mean, oh my God. I just assume that everybody knew that child's lives mattered and we didn't have to have a march about it, you know, but apparently it's different out What's in amazing Hollywood. is anytime people start pointing the finger and screaming about things, they're usually doing it. You got it. <laughs> That's what I find. You are That's correct true, right there. Yeah. yeah. You are correct. Generally. I will tell you one thing, and then finally I got some bumper stickers made up, so I just have to get out of the car and run up and stick it on the sign and then get back in the car. At first I had to take a marker and write on the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like today, between the morning show and this show, I drove around uh, Bede Makaska, Blake Calhoun, or whatever you call yep. it. And then um, what's the other one? There's, there's Harriet. I went around Harriet. Mm-hmm. Harriet's where I did it today. Every time I'm driving down the road and I see a sign that says Black Lives Matter, I used to go up and write on Now I just put the sticker on just say, well, not Tevin. <laughs> so if you see those going around well, yeah. the lake. Well, now they just print the Black Lives Matter signs with like an asterisk. Yeah. And then on the bottom it says excluding Tevin. Yeah. Excluding yeah. Tevin. So. Uh, not Tevin. I, Everybody else. I ran around Harriet yesterday. and It's a beautiful lake, man. So many tents. Yeah. Oh my god. You gosh. believe the tents the, over there? Every park yeah. and like so I live over off of Chicago and Lake Street and oh, there's King's like a Highway. 55, yeah, right there where they hide all the homeless people on the yep. side of the They hide or, them. Well, oh, they I do, mean, yeah. That's like the most like least trafficked area where you could put people Yeah, I, think. I suppose that's like, true. as yeah. far as like yeah. downtown. A, I know, yeah, Dana was like, "What's with the tents?" cuz she lives in St. Paul and she's from Chicago and she's only here because of COVID and she's right. like, "What's going on with the tents?" I'm like, "It's all homeless people." Right. Well, no, it's not homeless it's, people. It's yeah, houseless it's people or people yeah. experiencing homelessness. Unsheltered yeah. people. Well, being homeless and experiencing homelessness is the, the same. same thing. They just want cuz homeless sounds like a negative yeah. stereotype oh, which Christ last I, I checked if you're living oh, on the street God. should you be that be negative to you? Yeah, you like, think so. Houseless is what. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's houseless, not homeless. And they have a home in the tent. Yes, yeah. is yes. their home? Oh, it's, like they set up. That's yeah. a literal city that we've set up. Oh, and it's like that doesn't solve the problem. Like, why don't we just build? Yeah. Why would you rather just build a building somewhere and have them all 
go there because like, in the winter what are they going to do did you see yeah the one exactly on what are, where are you gonna where are you gonna what? go because i've saw them I, there, some are right on lake harriet parkway mm-hmm. oh right, right every there. park you go to there's yeah well they had to shut down powderhorn but there's a there's a huge encampment right across from Lakewood Cemetery across Kings Highway mm-hmm. on it would be, I guess, about 38th, 39th and Kings Highway, something like right, right in there. Just out, you know, all those beautiful flower gardens mm-hmm. and the, this garden, there's, there's this. There's the trial garden and the, this garden and the flower garden. The second you get off that, there are tents for there must be 50 tents in that park. There are tons of them in there. Yeah. So you can be homeless and tentful. How about that? Can we do tentful? Um, sure. Why not? Yeah, what's wrong with that? That'd be a good plan. Sure. Tentful. Did you hear what these pricks at the city of Minneapolis are doing to <laughs> mostly black business people in South Minneapolis? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Prepare the, yourself. Uh-oh. Good thing you're sitting down. Now, wait a minute, I can't do so the I Rogan thing. So that way I can sit down. I will not say activists burn the buildings down in South Minneapolis. It must have been non-human. Wait a minute, it was something. Lightning struck. Okay, how'd you like this? So you own a business in South Minneapolis. You didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And people decide to burn your business to the ground. Yep. Now you have no business because you definitely don't have enough insurance to cover that loss of business. No. Definitely not. No, people think insurance covers everything, nope. but actually rioting no and that kind of thing, usually not covered. It's not covered, exactly. Unless you have very expensive, very nice insurance. Okay, so they burn the businesses down, so everything in your business has either been stolen or it's been burned to the ground. The building has been burned to the ground. You have nothing left to return to. But it got even worse. You think they're taxing them on the land still? Uh, nope. They uh, cleaned up the debris and sent each of the business owners a bill for $140,000. Wow. I'm like, you guys will get your money when I got my money. <laughs> right. Yeah, how about there you that? Go. We'll, we'll figure that out later. They've lost everything because of something you did. Yep. Yeah. And you can send this right over to the Minneapolis Police Department, <laughs> yeah, and they exactly. will handle all of this. It's like sick, sicking a dog on someone and then billing them because your dog hurt its leg when it was attacking the guy. <laughs> well, it's like those uh, the, the people on the city council. Oh, what are we? We're the police. My God, it's gotten so. You're the one who tried to bring them to, yep. to, to nothing. You're the one demonizing yeah. them and trying exactly. to get rid of them. And, no. And, like, all the people that want to, like, defund the police and dismantle the police, one of the shows that uh, one of our clients out of the studio that rent from us at NBC Studios, so if you have a podcast, you can come rent from us. Uh, It's called Black Black Republican, Black Democrat, and they had the chief, the deputy chief of Minneapolis um, on their show. Mm -hmm. He was saying, like, everybody wants less police and stuff like that, but there were, I think he said there were, like, 700 unassigned like sexual abuse cases yep. in Minneapolis and it's like they don't have enough investigators as is right and he's like so that's like whether it's child abuse domestic violence like people are just no, unassigned well, the, yeah no, we're well, not the gonna, rape we kits the, the rape kits have been in backlog for I, I don't even know how many years. several years yeah, yeah. years it's been years yeah yeah what you need to do basically is more police not less no, look, if well, you need to retrain some of them to not beat the living piss out of somebody because of their skin color, that'd be nice, or kill right. them, for that matter. Uh, so retraining would be good. We need more police, not right. fewer police. And maybe maybe less giving out, sitting on the freeway, giving out speeding tickets, people yes. going 10 over, and, yeah, finding areas where they could be more helpful. I would society. agree with that. Well, completely. the speeding ticket thing that could all be automated. 
Because they had, they tried, they started automating that kind of stuff with people that run lights and stop signs and such, and somehow it was violating people's rights because they were getting, people were, somebody if, got a ticket and they had loaned their car to somebody that ran the light. Well, but if a cop pulls you over, the same thing is going to happen. They're going to say a license and registration, and it's not going to match, and then they're, you're going to have to tell them about the loan and et cetera, et cetera. But, There's no but, difference but, between a robot and a cop well, giving you a speeding ticket. Kind of, there sort of is because if, uh, if if they're just sending you a ticket based on your license plate number and not who's driving the car. Right, right. that's true. Who it's registered to. Yep. Well, then they should have a robust that's, system that allows you to mention that, say, you know... It, I wasn't driving the car. Well, they need a camera that's good enough to capture the driver as well. Well, then they'd have to do facial recognition, right. which yeah, starts like a, a whole other thing. No, not necessarily. In cases of dispute, a human could look at the photo. I think yeah, but so, people that, don't want to do anything like that. They don't yeah, want to defend don't. themselves. And, and, like, speeding, like, unless you get into an accident... Like you should, I don't think you need to get a ticket for speeding. I think that you should get a ticket for speeding when you're going down residential oh, areas yeah, yeah, and yeah. passing people yeah. that are walking or are just if, blowing through crosswalks right. when there's people in them. I mean, I've yeah. seen it, and yeah. they should be getting tickets for that, but they don't. No, but like at the same time, like if you're going down like the free wagon, if it's like school zones and stuff like that, but like if a some trooper is sitting on 35 W South when whatever somebody's going 80. Let them go 80 as long as they're not hitting anybody. Yeah, as long as well, yeah, as long as they're not. Yeah, I agree. If it's an open highway and there's nothing yeah. there to hit, yeah. But yeah. when you're in in the city and right. you're driving like a freaking maniac and you could cause problems. Yeah, that's for sure. That's a different thing. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Another great guest coming up with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important? Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. Well, that sounds like a great way to do business. All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You love this one. You love the little hi-hat drumming. I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Andy's uh, tracking down our very special guest. You know, it's, uh, it's rather interesting. The CDC apparently somehow, and how this happens, I do not know. They apparently release some information over the weekend in error. How do you release information oh, in error? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, it was all over, yeah. What's it was it was uh, that coronavirus can be spread in the air past the six, six or nine feet, feet or whatever, and right. as of this and as of today, it's already been removed. 
Oh, it's like cool. the CDC is, I'm sorry, I do believe it's run by some crazy people. Oh, I don't, yes. I don't yeah. know what they're doing. I agree. Oh my God, Big Pharma? Is There's the something wrong damn there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they yes. said they said that uh, the little air droplets can travel further, but the big ones that cause the disease drop it before six feet, actually. Well, I'm sure if the angle is right, you know, sneeze. <laughs> There's high winds. Right. Right. High okay. winds. It all depends on wind. And- Technically. Yeah. 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 What's your lung? If the person hasn't smoked a cigarette before, their air, lung capacity right. is stronger. So Did can, they drink water 14 yeah. seconds before? Are they beforehand? hydrated? All right, yeah. so we have our guest. Oh, Michael's ready to go. Michael, how are you? I'm good, guys. I, I just read something today that says it can be spread by just talking on the phone. Wow. Oh, Mike, I just got it from it's you, Michael, powerful. just now. Thank you so much, Michael. It came through the phone. <laughs> yeah, now we've all got it. Now we've all got it because of Michael's I can see it sweep. crawling out the mic. <laughs> It's no. crawling out of the mic. Spray like, your mics with hand sanitizer. Like the scene in Ghost Dad. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys saw. today? Everybody Do sounds it. cheerful. Oh, I think it's great. The Always. family is doing extremely well. There's no doubt. My lovely wife is here. Our son Glad Andy. Glad to hear it. Our daughter Alex and my our second son, Tevin. Yes, sir. I inherited him. Yeah, whether you like it or not. <laughs> whether I like it or not. I yep. <laughs> so it all works out in the end. No doubt about it. Yep, it does. Uh, problem I have, Michael, is they're all better looking than I am, so it pisses me off. But in any case, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, you know, that somehow works out. I, I hear you on that one. <laughs> my, my kids are much better looking than I ever hoped to be. But, you know, it's the way it goes. It is a wonderful thing. Ladies and gentlemen, this month, Striper returned with their 13th studio album, Even the Devil Believes. The 11-track uh, project is filled with the band's signature riffs, harmony-laden melodies, positive themes. Michael, positive what the hell are you themes. doing releasing positive themes? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been our theme from 84 yes. on, yep. and it's just who we are. And it's not, some people think it's a gimmick and just our spiel, but it's really not. It's much more than that. We just want to inspire people, and we want to do it through metal, through hard rock and metal. And some people say you can't do that because metal should be about rebellion and angst and I feel the opposite. Right. You know, I, I feel that this world can never get enough of a positive uh, message. And, you know, we've got that all over this album. And interestingly <laughs> enough, I mean, these lyrics were all written, the music and lyrics were all written pre-COVID in December last year. So a lot of people think it was written during the pandemic. It wasn't. But they apply to our times. Uh, very relevant uh, for the times we're living in. That's how it should be. Look, I, we we look for more and more positive messages all the time. I, whenever, because uh, I do, I do a morning show as well in town, and and I talked about it this morning, that I met a couple of guys playing golf last weekend. Uh, one's a professional golfer named Mark Parrish, the nicest guy in the damn world. And whenever I meet somebody, it's I, I try, like I don't really, if I meet somebody, go well, the guy's not a great guy. I just wouldn't even mention him. No, if somebody's a public figure and they're right, a prick, right. then I point out what a prick they are because they're a public figure. <laughs> yeah. But I like to point out, hey, I met this guy, nicest guy I'd ever wanted. There are a lot of really good people out there, Michael. You know that because that's what you've always been about. Well, I mean, there are a lot of really good people. But unfortunately, you know, if you if you watch the news and you go on the Internet, you, you, it seems to be that there's a lot of really bad people out there right, as well. Right, right. And, you know, we're just trying to battle that and, and somehow make it so there's more good people than bad people. And I believe that there are, 
but uh, it just seems like the bad people have a stronger voice these days. I yeah. don't know. Maybe I'm yep. maybe I'm imagining that. No, the ranting and uh, raving so, is know, real. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Say that again. <laughs> I said the ranting and raving is real. <laughs> no, I know. I, I know it is. I see it, and 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 what amazes me is are the people that seem like good people that uh, applaud that and approve of that. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's crazy. No, it is great. That's why. I, I loved having you on today because, you know, it is a positive situation. We talk about a lot of po- – you know, we, of course, report the news, so there's some negative story. Like everybody in Hollywood today, Mike, uh, Michael, I don't know if you know this or not, but everybody in Hollywood today is apologizing for something they said over the weekend. So, you know, Now, we, what is it that they're apologizing for? Because uh, I did miss that. Joe, Joe Rogan's apologizing because he said that activists started some of the brush fires in, in uh, California – and they said, no, that's, that's not true. That's not true at all. Well, somebody started them. There are no three people, one gender reveal, and then two people intentionally set them. And we don't know who they wow. are. So how would they know right. th- whether they are or not activists? True. Yeah, very true. I mean, in, and in today's world and the times we live in, it's, it's, uh, it's not too hard to believe. No. That's for sure. No, that's for sure. And then Ellen DeGeneres apologized for the horrible situation that uh, that uh, happened over the summer with her TV show and people getting fired and people saying that she did this and she did that and blah. So she was apologizing all morning long. There are a bunch of them. Everybody's apologizing for something. I'm apologizing for the fact that it's Monday. That's it. That's what my only my only. <laughs> what are you gonna do, right? Oh. Well, I don't apologize often. I do sometimes if I feel that it's warranted. But, I mean, I'm a very opinionated guy. I I speak from the heart, and I'm passionate and always have been. It gets me in trouble sometimes. Like I posted a picture not that long ago of me having a cigar, you know. And people went crazy because, you know, apparently Christians aren't supposed to smoke cigars. Um, But, you know, I'm just... I try to be me, but at the same time, you know, I want to be real, but I want to be a positive influence on the world with, I feel, the abilities that God's given me, music. You know, I want to take that music and use it for good. And that's, that's how it's always been and how it's always going to be. And if that changes, you're, you're going to see Michael Sweet getting out of music for sure, because I, I don't want to be a hypocrite, that's for sure. Yeah, that makes total sense. Michael, have you ever heard of a... Uh it's a company. It's very, very funny. It's called the Babylon Bee. Have you ever heard of those guys? Oh, yeah, of course. We just, we just had Kyle on this morning. Uh, he, we love those guys because you, you notice, even though the comedy is brilliant and they go after people, it's never mean. Yep. It's always funny and it's got an edge, but it never crosses over that being mean thing, which I really right. like. I, I love that. Absolutely. I think they've written a few articles about Striper over the years. Have they really? Have they really? Yep. They sure have. And they're funny. They're very funny. It it is really, really funny. Is it tough being – the reason I'm asking this, Michael, is a personal thing because I didn't know until yesterday. uh, In the first hour of the show today, I talked about the fact that that I apparently must be the most hated man on – or hated being on earth – because I'm all seven or eight things that people hate the most, you know, being a man and then being a white guy. And then uh, I, I found out yesterday uh, that, that uh, apparently everybody hates Catholics now, and I grew up Catholic. So, man, I got all kinds of problems, Michael. Oh, man, it, it's, it's brutal. I'm right in there with you, man, because, you know, I'm a proclaimed Christian, and, you know, I don't think Christianity is, is very popular. Uh, 
these days. We just had some guy write an article about us, and I called him out publicly on it, and it, it, it didn't really go viral, but it, it made some noise. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was basically, the article was just written in hate about our faith. And he was slamming our faith, and I just thought, wow, imagine if it was a Muslim band singing about mm-hmm. their faith. Right. If some guy came out and started attacking them. Oh, it, and it's... It's the double standard, the mm-hmm. double standard that we see day in and day out in our society yep. that makes me sick, you know? It's like, if you're going to apply this to that, you've got to apply it to, to mm-hmm. that. Or not. Well, and it's such a mistake, uh, too, because... It, it blows my mind, but, you know, uh, mm. that's why I don't get, like, the, the N-word thing, you know? It's like, we're not supposed to use the N-word, and I get it, but yet you hear many people of color using the N-word, and yeah. I'm just like, it, it, I don't understand those types, types of things, and it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. <laughs> I understand. Andy, you had a point? Uh, I just... It's a mistake to go after Christianity the way they're doing, especially this new anti-Catholic thing, because the most Christian and Catholic groups of people in the country are Hispanics and then blacks, then whites. Yep, that's right. right. That's right. Most, I think, like 30% of the country, some huge amount of people in America are Catholic, and yet... They're going after Catholics. It's a great way to alienate a huge swath of potential voters, potential customers, potential whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if they're not still Catholic, like my wife was raised Catholic, but she's Christian now. But, I mean, she's got heartstrings to Catholicism. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. Uh, and, yeah, it's just not a good thing. I mean, there's good and bad in everything. You know, go after the bad, but leave the good alone. I like there's a it. lot of great... A lot of great Catholic people. There's some bad Catholic people. Absolutely. Priests. And, you know, but I just, unfortunately, if someone, like, you know, you watch a movie about Christians and it's just, they're depicted as complete Mm -hmm. idiots and it becomes a very popular movie or a book or what have you, most people think all Christians are idiots. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, they're always depicted as ignorant hayseeds who hate everyone who's not like them. Yep, exactly. It is true. Michael Sweet, ladies and gentlemen, Striper returns with their 13th studio album, Even the Devil Believes. The 11-track project filled the band's signature riffs, harmony-laden melodies, positive themes. You can check it out at striper.com, S-T-R-Y-P-E-R.com. Michael, you're a terrific uh, guest, and like I said, Michael, my view is I don't care if people are Christian or Muslim or Jews, whatever it is. As long as you don't use your religion to harm other people, I'm all for it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you, you're a great guy as well, and you get it, you know, and, and I think more people are going to get it. It might not seem that way to us uh, in, in today's world, but it's happening, and that's why it's important for people like you and I and other people to spread the good news and keep doing so. Never give up. Keep fighting. I've always, and this is going to be maybe before your time, Michael, but I always wanted your band to appear on the old Ed Sullivan show. Because I watched Ed, you, you know, I watched him, I don't know how many times, misinterpret or mispronounce somebody's name. I guarantee you, if you've ever been on the Ed Sullivan show, you went, oh, for all you youngsters, here's Stripper. I <laughs> guarantee course. you he would have done that. <laughs> of course, My, absolutely. And even, even regardless if it's spelled with the Y, how matter. can you get the I? sound out of the why I, I have no idea but uh, yep it would happen of course Michael you're a good man come back man I'd love talking to you again thank you sir 
You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for having me on, and uh, all the best to you, and God bless you guys. God bless you too, Michael. Michael Sweet, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Okay, I got a Passolt has lost his mind. He just sent me some uh, Doc and Passolt and Sansevier and Joe from Louisville. Uh, Russian Teacher of the Year. Hmm? Look at the trophy. What? <laughs> okay. okay. That's real, by the so, way. Somebody, there, <laughs> there needed to be more of a... Teacher a, of the Year, and that's the, the trophy. Think, yeah, the think tank, the oh, collective okay. that put that together needs to go back to the drawing board. Excuse me? That looks more like an adult, wow, yeah. yeah, adult video award. Okay, the for people AD at home, awards. it looks like a glass dildo with wings. It, does. <laughs> it is a glass dildo, dildo with well, yeah, wings. It is. Right. It is. is. That's actually yeah. on sale for $69.99 at <laughs> yeah. Sex World. Oh, I see it. I'm... So, uh, Russian teacher of the year, ladies and gentlemen. give to the worst teacher in Russia. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Uh, it says you're Russian. It's a dildo with wings. It really is. The kids are stressful what? over in Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it? Says here from the New York Post Russian teacher of the year winners mortified by X rated trophy. So apparently they know it looks like a dildo. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'd be like, no, I'm Seriously. good. I'm good. I know you go up to. No, I'm not that great. You no. go up to get your trophy. Oh, you're like, ah. It is apparently. For a mistake. Oh, I can see it now. It's what? supposed to be a pelican. A pelican. I've never seen a yeah, pelican that looks like yeah. that. Well, it's like it's the long neck <laughs> and then the head and then the beak is going like this. You, it's hard to tell from uh, that angle. Why do they okay. want a pelican? <laughs> I don't know. I'm yeah. sure it's some Also, Russian yeah, they thing. should make sure that the beak next time is more yeah, out of should, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's back to From the certain board. angles, you can it's, see it better. I'm, yeah, guessing, I'm guessing there's a lot of men on the board that decided <laughs> to make that yeah. trophy. Let's get that one. And take the that picture from nice. that angle and like, release it from that angle. You know what would be angle. super, super funny? If I'm we... feeling that one. <laughs> no. no. Honest to God, yeah. just think about it. Well, apparently the pelican is like their... Uh, mascot or whatever. Oh, high, the like the, pelican? the Ruski high pelican, pelicans? High pelican yeah. population over in Russia? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Is there? I wouldn't think so. No. Well, we don't have any polar bears here, and we've got 
That's true. Polars. North High Polars. Yeah. The North High Polars, ladies and gentlemen. So it doesn't always have to make sense. Yeah. And then if, if with Central High School. Thing, not many things do make no. sense. No. I'd say days. Central High School, too, but only Tevin can say that word here, so never mind. Central Wait, what High happened? School? Oh. What happened in Central High School? <laughs> Nothing. It's gone. It hasn't oh. been around for a long time. No, no. <laughs> He didn't go to high school. I went to high school in Wisconsin. What's the name of your high school? Uh, The Chieftains. No, no, the name of the school. Osceola. Oh, it is Osceola High School. Yep, Osceola High School. The Chieftains? Yeah, we got a lot. We got yeah, we got boycotted a couple times, like eggs thrown at our buses. Oh, because of Native Americans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, It was Prescott, Prescott, Wisconsin, for their like homecoming for basketball or something. Oh yeah, they had they all had shirts on that were like chieftains or mas or not chieftains or people, not mascots. Oh, like yeah, we. We were the arch rivals. I understand that. That's why you go to a school with no mask. Exactly. Yeah. Like Are there me. any? My high school did not have. Rogers didn't have a mask. No, the high school I graduated uh, from had no sports oh, teams. Dan- well, I thought it was a dancer. No. That was the that was the logo. There were no for St. Paul Conservatory for Performing Artists. Yeah, you can't really put a mask no. on at the end of the. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, we also had no sports teams. So. Yeah. yeah. You don't really need a mascot. The performing artist. The whole conservatory for the performing artist, performing artists. Right. Yeah. Or whatever the name of that like sad mask thing is that. Oh yeah. The sock and buskin. The happy mask and the sad mask. The sock and buskin. When uh, there you go. Of course you would know that. <laughs> Let me know. How are you not a champion on Jeopardy? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. You didn't even type anything in. Oh, yeah. The Wait a minute. What's <laughs> a buskin? Sock and a buskin. The sock and buskin. Because uh, it was. I wouldn't remember as that you if you do. She said it three seconds ago and I already <laughs> forgot. Well, the soccer? <laughs> so buskin is the sad one. And because in Greek theater, ah. tragic <laughs> actors wore a kind of boot called the buskin. Oh, and okay. comedic actors wore a sock. Really? I don't know why. That's no, so we can ask Kostaki about that. I'm sure he'd know. Is he ready? <laughs> He's a comedian. What? Is Kostaki ready? No. Not well. It's only 12:50 now. I thought he was still. At, uh, oh, he's on it. It's 12:51. Yeah, where's? We're a little. We're a little late. Early. Early. I don't know. We're early. We can go a little. We can go five minutes past, right? Yeah. Yeah, we don't care. It's fine. Sure. To go to I mean, every time you talk about Greek things, we've got to mm-hmm. talk. Oh, I have to yeah. go That's pick true. up Greek my tragedy. sampler of yeah. beer. He is the Greek tragedy, as a matter of fact. It's life. We'll have to ask, the are you wearing the sock <laughs> or the boot? <laughs> see, what, see if he knows what we're talking about. Yeah, are you a the, sock or a buskin? The great white buskin. I think the Greek tragedy would be a great wrestler name. The Greek, the Greek tragedy, know, like Kostaki Economopoulos mm-hmm. is the Greek tragedy. <laughs> or a drag name. So Kostaki, I have to ask you a question. <laughs> would you, you know, based on, based on Greek theater, would you consider yourself to be a sock or a buskin? A what? <laughs> so what Andy is? will have to explain what that means to you. You know the sad mask, happy mask thing? Yes. It comes from ancient Greek tradition of wearing a... Wow. Really? Jude's attacking Jude something. is writhing. Okay, Jude. We don't know why. It comes from an ancient tradition of wearing a buskin for tragic roles or a sock for comedic roles. Oh. A buskin's a type of boot, by the way. But that's, it's basically just how it ends, right? It doesn't necessarily mean it's a comedy. It's a, it means well, it's a happy no. ending, right? The concept yeah. of a comedy was a lot different 2,000 years I ago. Like yeah. how, I like how Kostaki starts pretending he knows what he's right. talking about. <laughs> He's definitely right there. Some comedy, some Greek comedies. Oh, God, so sad. What exactly is funny about this? Yeah. 
It's like at the end, someone makes some obscure reference to an emperor, and that makes it a comedy. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I suppose. I suppose that is true. So well, we, we made a big leap from Lenny Bruce to George Carlin, so yes. imagine 2,000 yeah. years back. <laughs> right, yeah? Yes, that's exactly right. Oh, so, so then would the Atlanta Falcons then be a Bushkin? Bushkin. Oh, my gosh. Bushkin. 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 There we go. I don't Definitely really listen. I just want to talk. <laughs> it's, it's a tragedy. Okay, so Kostaki, we already made a deal. Kostaki doesn't know about this yet, but we already made a deal. Uh, Ixnay on the NFL A. That's all I have to say to you. I can't think of a better week to do that. Oh, God, they suck. Oh, your team sucks regular. My team's like inter- international water cooler talk sucks. <laughs> what were they, they were up by how many points? Well, at, at, well, they, it was 20 to nothing early. Oh, and then, according to the uh, the ESPN uh, stat line, they, they had a ninety nine point nine percent chance of winning at one point in the fourth quarter. Oh, I, I just I can't <laughs> believe that keeps happening. It's the it's the Falcons and the Vikings. They are chosen to be the biggest, most pitiful crap teams ever. Crap <laughs> teams. Oh God, the Vikings scored three points in the first three quarters. One point per quarter. Oh boy. That's not good. Oh, God, they suck. Yeah, they do. They do. I picked the Falcons as my big upset this weekend. Boy, was I right. (laughs) You're upset, I know. I've been upset ever since. (laughs) I don't know what they were thinking on that onside kick. Everybody just stood there and watched it. Like, go get the ball. Go get the ball. They're not allowed to touch it, but you are. Don't stand there. Pick it up. Set up in your favor. Oh, can the Falcons replace Freddie Falcon with Henry Heimlich? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure it'll be fine. Maybe like a David Carradine kind of character? <laughs> Someone who famously choked at the end? Oh, that's nice. You want them all to <laughs> choke to death now? Yeah. Okay, uh, never mind. The Falcons' offense was not the problem. They scored more in Dallas than Patrick Duffy. There's an old man reference for Oh, I like Patrick Duffy, though. It's a good reference. No yeah. question. They scored 39 points and had zero turnovers. Did you see this stat? Uh, oh. In 1933, they started keeping track of turnovers. And since then, teams that scored at 39 points or more with no turnovers went 440 and 0. Oh, my God. Is that wow. true? Until yesterday. <laughs> Until yesterday. Wow. First team that's in the history of the NFL. 440 and 1. It's still a bad yes, record. That's right. <laughs> 440 and 0, as the Falcons oh. call that. A toss up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, wow. NFL, uh, in, uh, no quarterback in NFL history has ever had 300 passing yards and three rushing touchdowns in the same game. Dak Prescott did it against the Falcons in one half. Uh, the only people the Falcons can keep interested are the statisticians. <laughs> How is this possible? <clears throat> How is it possible? <clears throat> Dan Quinn still has a job. How is that possible? How about Michael Zimmer? Right. How about him? How about that action? Right. And then we got Aaron Spelling or whatever the hell his right. name is, our GM. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> Jesus, he suck. I'm surprised that no team has ever been busted for throwing. Because sometimes it sounds like... Oh, yeah, tanking. The Jaguars are definitely tanking this Yeah, year. exactly. Sandbagging at the very least. Mm-hmm. Which... Really? Yeah. Oh, well, they cut... All their good players slash traded them all away. And they did. Now they're just losing games. Well, you know, you'd say yeah, tell each player. Trickier. I think it's harder to tank in the NFL because 
like you said, you can cut all your good players straight away, get some draft capital, and save some cap space and do a rebuild. But the players who are still there are on tape looking for their next job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. So they're well, going to keep trying. And uh, the coaches don't want to tank. And so really, some fans and management might have a tank goal, but it's very hard to pull off, you know. It's crazy construct. Well, if someone offered me $5 million to lose a football game, I'd jump right on that chance. Yeah, but NFL <laughs> nice players, to know there's you a lot of pride. Right. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of pride I have zero NFL pride in my football yeah. ability, so I guess it's... <laughs> You're covered. Yeah, Dan Quinn, still got a job. He should run a Chick-fil-A. He's a marginally capable manager who takes Sundays off. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a better... I like it. Quinn said the Falcons definitely know the kicking rules. Which makes made me think immediately of Princess Bride. Like definitely, you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they definitely know. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Dan Quinn. Here's a little known fact: he also invented new Coke. Did you know that about him? What? Said, no. Invented what? He was, he was also Hillary Clinton's campaign manager. Oh. He's had some. He's had some. You know, he was he was the captain of the Titanic. He's, he's had a bad run. He was he was also a Chinese wet market inspector. <laughs> well, now everything looks good to me. <laughs> Tip top. He recently Bravo. had a gender reveal party in a California forest. Kind of bad. I believe he was the captain of the Exxon Valdez as well. He was. I think he told Blockbuster not to buy Netflix. <laughs> that might be one of the biggest business blunders in the history of the world. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I like that blunder. He suggested Dukakis get in the tank for a photo op. So, you know, he told Roseanne, just tweet your thoughts. <laughs> oh, God. Be honest. He <laughs> canceled Arrested Development. He's not had a good run. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, the Falcons are like a tent. They're easily collapsible, but hard to put back together. Mm. I could see that. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, in the off season, in my mind's eye, at this point of the year, the Falcons are supposed to be storming through the league. Um, and the Falcons have since been downgraded from a hurricane to a predictable depression. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good name for a team. <laughs> the predictable depression. That could be my fantasy team name. Uh, <laughs> someone asked me uh, if I blew out a gasket. I was like, I don't know what a gasket is, but if it would make the Falcons better, I would blow it. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what's okay. scary is I, I think you would. <laughs> no doubt in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, Andy will take his five mil. I'll blow a gasket. We, we all we all have our price points. Uh, there's late touchdown in the Jets game. Uh, Sam Darnold to Braxton Berrios, which affected exactly zero fantasy leagues. <laughs> uh, we got to get some of this fake crowd noise pumped into these Zoom oh, comedy shows. God. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Oh God, yes. <laughs> Except I will tell you something. The Twins Cubs game, the final one, they had applause. It's like there's nobody well, in the stands. Don't have applause. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles pumped in booze. And, and they their, did. That was great. Like, the amazing. Eagles pumped in booze against their own yeah. team. Oh, <laughs> booze. I'm yeah. thinking, I, booze. I was like, oh, my God, how did they pump in booze? 
That's no, why I was like, the what? The birds. <laughs> every, <laughs> every 10 minutes, the player's average BAC is raised by 0.05. Yeah. Yeah. What? Exactly. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Just to make it more fun. Uh, no, they, had, they went, went to commercial, and I, Carson Wentz, go Bison. But, yeah, they had him getting booed as he's walking to the stands. Like, not even in an empty stadium can Philadelphia players get away from oh the God. crowd. They had booze. It was mm. That was phenomenal. <laughs> The Eagles have landed in last place. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> They're not good. What else? Giants fans said, uh, how could 2020 get any worse? Saquon Barkley said, hold my ACL. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm, yep. Brutal. Oh, no. Yeah. A lot of injuries. The NFL has more pain than an Adele song right now. <laughs> That's a lot of pain. <laughs> So many injured stars. It's like when they serve drinks and have the people climb into their Hollywood squares. That's not a good plan. I do wonder, are they having celebrities like climb ladders back there? I'm guessing not. I'm pretty sure it's a staircase. I think they're airlifted. Honestly, don't know the answer to that, and I should know because I dated a square for a while. Uh, you did? Yeah, well, you yeah. did. That's right. Yeah, back in the day. But that, was, that predates me. I don't know how. I don't know the construct. That was in the Paul Lynn era. Paul Lynn, the God, I love Paul Lynn. You didn't date Paul Lynn, did you? Paul, yeah, I dated Paul Lynn. Who didn't? Yeah, that's who true. didn't date Paul Lynn? Yes, exactly. Uh, all right, let's close on this one. The Browns, uh, Browns beat the Bengals this week. Uh, that's what happens when a very stoppable force meets a totally movable object. Thank you. <laughs> Like a light breeze blowing over a tissue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's, you know, we'll stop them. That shouldn't be a thing. Oh, my team's terrible. It's, it's, it's kind of early to just turn and only care about no. fantasy. But uh, No, no. It's that's... not too early to turn. The Vikings suck just mm-hmm. as much. Just uh, play on DraftKings and yeah. be in the pick'em league. God, I'm already terrible. fantasizing about having Eric Bieniemy take over for Mike Zimmer and Trey Lance come and save the day. That's Time funny. I had, to, mm. I had to be enemy fantasy about my team. Who are the other good coaches? See, that's the thing. It's easy to clamor to fire your coach, but you got to have a better choice. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. The same thing with quarterbacks. Like, ah, this guy sucks. You're like, eh, well, first of all, he's top 40 at what he does on the earth. Yep. He doesn't suck. Mm. Uh, right. He's not quite the 1% of the 1% that we thought he was going to be. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I don't, I don't even know who's out there. Who would you – Who's the dream coach if you could grab him? I would say Eric Bieniemy, just because he's got that offense in Kansas City going so well with uh, Andy Reid. But other than that, yeah, there's no. I think it's too early. Two weeks into the season, is you can know that you want, don't like your coach, but I don't think you know exactly who you want to replace him at. Is as Bill Cowher available to come back to coaching? Oh God, I hope not. I saw him on TV yesterday. He looks like he's about 120. <laughs> what happened to him? God, he looks old. Well, you know, well, you no sunscreen. Do, you don't do what you do; it takes a toll yeah. on you. Nah, well, I suppose it's true. Well, that and I didn't realize Pete during the pandemic. I didn't yeah. realize Pete Carroll was sixty-nine years old. Yeah, like I always thought, because he just always acts so young that I was he like, does, oh, he must yeah. be in his fifties. But no, he is getting up there. Hey, if he's you'll still take... weirdly handsome, though, right? He's kind of yeah. Look about him. Yeah, he's aged well for a white person. Oh, for God. Boy, look at the God, time. The stuff we had to put up with from you. I know. What a racist. <laughs> racist Kevin Pittman. That's all we have to say. Always wrapping the N-word and all this. Yeah. 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 i got to fight it back with all Is the racism no I deal with. Time for you to hip-hop on out of here, Buster. <laughs> what? Well, 